chilled your delicate sensibilities. This has explicit fucking content. Hi, my name is Angela, and I have over 30 years experience in the adult entertainment industry. And also, today I smell like a ham sandwich. <laughs> and I'm Jordana, and I once fucked a redneck so I could sleep in his air conditioning. Drift bear. It's a lie. It wasn't just once. It was actually for the whole summer. <laughs> breaking news everything's pretty grim in the u.s so i had to go over to the uk to find some good news to talk about that didn't make us all want to slit our wrists all right so what'd you find a couple of naked cyclists are pedaling across the uk in order to raise money for the charity mine and to raise awareness for the climate crisis i see but why naked i don't know what raises awareness more than some dongs some nips and dongs <laughs> Are you going to notice a couple of cyclists unless they got their wings out? Probably not. No. I feel like it would be really uncomfortable to ride naked with your parts on the seat. Uh, well, evidently that's part of it. The chick in the duo says she's never been more comfortable on her bike that she hates wearing clothes and not chafing her in any way. I don't know. So are these seats nudists in everyday life? I'm uncertain of this. I see. Uh-huh. I think they must be though, considering that they have both mentioned how uncomfortable clothes are. And they're doing this from Scotland to... I don't know. I know that they were in Wales and England, where evidently they have super relaxed laws about being nude. If you're not doing it in order to harass someone, you can just be wholesale naked. And I feel like we're getting fucked over here in the United States. Right. We're way too conservative about our views on nudity. I like naked people. And yet I've had a dude jerking his gherkin while I was waiting on the bus and nobody gave a fuck. I'm sure they did. I mean, did you? Did you watch? No, I mean, nobody that should give a fuck <laughs> gotcha. gave a fuck. But still, did you watch? Fuck no. I oh. It was super creepy. It sounds creepy. And then he tried to get on the bus with me. Ew. One time at the club, I had to stop a guy from, uh, you know, pleasuring himself at the tip row. What did you call it? Pervert row. On pervert row. He was being super pervy. He had it out and he was trying to fondle himself. I told him he had to go. I did ask him to put away his junk first. Zip up his britches and get on out. I went to a dildo store not a big branded one. I went in there one day and one of the employees had her children in there running around. Oh. And I thought that was really weird. That is unusual. I thought you had to be 18 to get in those places. You do. Huh. Childcare is hard to find. Yeah. That's why I didn't say anything because I was thinking, okay, what if this is a single mom who had to come to work or she could not afford to eat or feed the child? But then on the other hand, I was like, this is super creepy. How old were the kids? It was one kid and he was maybe like five Oh, he was running around. Yeah. Similar story, I, I suppose. Back in the day when I was working at the clubs, my son was probably four or five. We held a baby shower for one of the girls who was pregnant at the club. Obviously, it wasn't open at the time. Some of us brought our kids. Well, that's different. The club wasn't open. True. But sometime later, my son was building a world in Minecraft. And in his restaurant slash bar, he had a stage and there were poles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That happened. Another thing, uh, while well, we're on dildos, one time while the boy was playing games, video games online with friends. Speaking of dildos. 
some some kid called another kid a dildo and so the boy later came downstairs and asked me mom what's a dildo and how'd you answer that i said well um it's a it's a device that women sometimes use to pleasure themselves and his response was well mom have you done that i said that's very private and he said okay and walked away i felt like that was a very good way to answer that without making it seem shameful you know what i mean like yeah. that was a good answer there's a billy bob thornton movie he's not in it but he wrote it and directed it it's about his mother who was a psychic and there's a scene in the movie where the little boy comes in and he says mama what's word but mean and she says oh darling it's just a bad word for something nice <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> i want to mention a sex toy that disturbs me okay there's not a lot that rattles my cage okay you know those sex toys that are pieces of women yeah and have pussies in them like the pocket pussy no 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 i mean like it's a foot but it has a pussy in it i have never seen one of these those disturb the absolute shit out of me it's a foot and it has a vagina in it yes we need to take a trip to the sex store i have not seen one of these and now i need to see it those really bought those like disturb me so um somebody recently showed me a video of a sex toy that shoots alien eggs have you seen this that's turned me on (laughs) i really i'm i i want to you know i've only seen it shooting the alien eggs but i've never seen it like really in action so i really want to see a detailed in use video because it was more like a it was just showing you i've seen it in use i have not i really like those clear fleshlights i like those oh i've never seen a clear fleshlight i i highly recommend a friend of mine died and he had asked me if he ever died if i'd go in and throw his fleshlight away so i went in and threw his fleshlight away Uh then his cousin accused me of stealing things out of his house And I thought, well, I did take one thing, (laughs) but back to those sex toys that disturb me. Sorry, tangent. They're all just like pieces of women. And to me, that's different than just like a dildo that's Mm phallic-like. Because this will be like a breastplate with titties and an orifice. Yeah, that's real weird. I've not seen those before, really, where it's a different anatomical part, like a foot. And then it also has a hole that you can, because I thought, you know, like a fella that has like a foot fetish, like to rub his wang on the foot, you know? I thought that that was the thing. It's kind of adjacent to cutting women up into pieces for me. And I think that's what gives me the willies. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. And also it's super creepy that it's a foot and there's any way that I can attach my vagina to my foot. I tried. <laughs> Did you ever jerk a guy off with your feet? Yeah. How was that for you? I mean, it wasn't like super great for me. It was for him. Guys who are into feet, mm-hmm. very turned on by that. I know. And it does pretty much nothing for everyone else in the room. No, it <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. I mean, he really liked it, so whatever. I feel the same way about titty fucking. <laughs> same, I know. Not, it doesn't do a lot for me, but they get really into it. And if he's really into it, then I'm going to be into it just because he's into it. I mean, that's sexy, right? Him being excited by any part of your anatomy. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I guess that's just me. No, I don't think it's just you. I guess it depends on if he gets that torn up about pleasing you too. Is he going to eat your pussy for 45 minutes and just keep at it? Is he that kind of guy? Because then maybe. I mean, if I'm dating him, then he better be that kind of guy. Well, yeah. I don't waste my time on the other kind of guy. I try not to. It seems silly. Now we have a listener question. When you were working at strip clubs, did you feel pressure to keep your work life private for fear of judgment? Yes, always. At one point, the boy was going to a Catholic school and I was always super paranoid that the nuns were looking 
at me in some kind of way because somehow they knew. And at the schools, I always felt not just at the Catholic school, but just at, you know, your traditional public schools. I always felt that, you know, people might know and that they were looking at me with a side eye. Honestly, it was probably more in my head, like something that I put on myself. But I really thought that, you know, if a kid's parent found out that they weren't going to want their children to hang out with my kid, I was always super self-conscious about it. Do you feel like part of that may have been your own judgments? I think it was all me. Like I really put that on myself, but I also had a lot of pressure from my ex-husband's family. Definitely didn't approve of what I did. Even people that I was, was close with, not that they didn't necessarily approve of it, but they thought that because I worked late hours, maybe some of the people that I might be associated with, they thought that it wasn't really a healthy environment for a mother to be in. So I think that I felt that pressure and with, you know, some of the negative thoughts that they put on me, I started to believe that it it must be bad. If everybody thinks it's bad, it must be bad. And a lot of people too would make references about they didn't see me as somebody who would be in that industry. For example, the ex-husband says, you look like you should be and you act like you should be, you know, a school teacher, but here you are doing this thing. That's kind of true. I guess I, I do kind of have those tendencies minus the potty mouth. I always took, tried really hard to take the girls under my wing and, and show them, you know, how they could use this to improve their life, you know, use the dancing and the money that they could make to make things better for their future, which is really one of my favorite parts of being in the club was helping, hoping to help <laughs> the entertainers use, you know, all of the money that they had access to, to really do better. Go to school, buy house, buy car. Maybe we should stop telling women what kind of girls they are. Yes. Yes, we should. Now, for something really different. Letters from listeners. Dear Bear Bitches. Bitches! Dear Bear Bitches, my very first audition, I was so nervous, I went on stage and could literally hear my heels rattling onto the floor. I walked up to the pole like I knew what I was doing, my foot slipped, and I smashed my pussy on the pole. Signed, my pussy is painting. My shit's on fire. Today we're going to talk to Dawn, an adult store manager. Welcome Dawn. Hi, how are y'all? We're good. Yeah, excited to talk to you. We have a lot of questions. So many questions. Okay. How long have you been working at the store? Almost six years now. Were you hired in as a manager? No, actually I started in at the ground floor level. So you were a clerk and you worked your way up? Yeah, everybody at our store pretty much starts off as a key holder. So you come in, you learn how to run the register. And then once you're confident and we're confident that you can run the store on your own and you can handle a shift without any help, then you get your key and your code for the door. And then you take on more responsibilities and that's how you get raises and stuff. I kept taking on more and more responsibilities and then eventually management. So what would you say the biggest seller is in the store? That's actually an impossible question to answer. There are a lot of things that sell really well. The Rose toy is really, really popular because it went viral on TikTok, but every Everybody is so different with their likes and dislikes that there's not one toy that sells better than anything else. Is it toys in general, though, that sell the most? Because you have lingerie and um, like DVDs and stuff as well. Toys sell a lot, but we also get a lot of dancers that come in to buy their costumes. And then we get a lot of people that come in to shop for like boudoir photo shoots. Nice. We sell quite a bit of lingerie and dancewear. It keeps up with the toys. How many pairs of of clear shoes would you say you sell in a year? Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot. Hundreds. That's a lot of shoes. Yeah. We're ordering probably 10 pairs of shoes a week at least just to keep up with what the dancers are buying. Do you get a frequently asked question on a regular basis? Yes, actually. Some of them are legitimate questions. Some of them are really fucking stupid. We sell pills, the sexual enhancement pills. We've got the pink pussycat, the gold lion, the rhino pill. One of the questions we get all the time, and it is so fucking stupid, is how do you take this? <laughs> how do, it's a pill. How do you take any pill with water to swallow it? Perhaps they think that you're supposed to put it in your butt. <laughs> maybe um, they want you to crush it up and baby bird it for them. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Or my top favorite question is when somebody walks in the store and either stands in the middle of it and just looks at you and says, suggestions? With what, fucker? <laughs> or they'll walk in and say, show me something that vibrates. Half this fucking store vibrates. <laughs> We've got games that vibrate. We've got lingerie that vibrate. We've got toys that vibrate. But but I'm not going to start there because I'm a smart ass. I will put my phone on silent and call myself from the store phone. <laughs> Wait, you have lingerie that vibrates? Vibrating panties. I have never heard of this. Don't want my underpants to vibrate. I think I like this idea. You would. <laughs> I used to have a pair of panties that meowed. Also something that doesn't surprise me. And one time <laughs> I got in a car accident and the cops had to take me home and I was wearing those panties and when you moved a certain way they meowed <laughs> and I'm in the back seat of this cop car and they keep going off that's terrible why that is awesome why? and I was drunk of course I had not been driving thanks for clarifying <laughs> so I have a question the store that you work at is there a back area that has any sort of booths no not at our store that is a question that we get all the time we don't have the video booths we're one of the classier stores. What sort of business were you in before you started working at this store? I was managing a pizza place. And how did you get into this business? Oh, um, you light a cigarette for that. <laughs> Story time. Can't wait. I was a member in the local BDSM community and I hated my job at the pizza place. It wasn't the best pizza place. It's a local favorite, but not a national chain. Um, and it sucks to work there. It really, really does. They do not take care of their employees at all. I hated it. One of the girls that I knew I had a friend. She said, you should come put in an application. We're hiring. And I did. And I didn't know her very well. I got the job. I just kind of flourished. And I absolutely love my job. So I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Here I am. My question is, do you feel that people take you less serious when they hear that your job is managing an adult store as opposed to if you were managing someplace else? Sometimes I feel like they do. I mean, technically the job is retail and we deal with assholes all day long. And as far as dealing with people, I feel like they look at us and they think, well, nah, we're not really taken seriously. We are all freaks and kinky and down for anything because of where we work. And it's just really not cool. And and we don't get taken seriously. Managing a place like that is not easy. You got to put up with a lot more bullshit than you do managing somewhere else. And what kind of bullshit is that? You have to be ready to go in on your day off and deal with so-and-so's ex-boyfriend if you have to, because he won't get off the property. Because you don't want the cops showing up. Because a cop's showing up to a store like ours is going to drive away customers. Cops showing up to Walmart is less of a problem. You have to deal with homeless people thinking it's okay to build shacks behind your store. People think 
think it's okay to set your dumpster on fire. It's happened. Mm. It's drug deals in the parking lot that you have to go outside and chase off because you don't want the cops on the property unless they're there shopping. I mean, we're not anti-cop, but we're very pro-customer. Have you had an issue at any time in the past where you felt like the police in your area were targeting your business in any way? Not at all, actually. The police in our area are very friendly with us. When we have to call them for an issue, they're very quick to respond. And they know the presence of their vehicles on our property can chase off our customers. Mm -hmm. They try not to linger when they do have to come out. That's awesome. And when they come in shopping, they generally don't show up in work vehicles. Right. But they also get discounts with us. We do discounts for first responders and they know that. They're always friendly. Do you get weirdos every day? Not every day, but most of them. The Keurig Fairy was my favorite. What is this? So it was probably about 11, 1130 at night. And I'm alone in the store straightening up for clothes. This guy comes in blasting music off his speaker. And I turn around and I am not dealing with this because I can hear his speaker over the store radio and I've already got a headache. I am not having it. So I turn around like I would scold a dog. Turn around, (laughs) point my finger at him and yell, no. (laughs) I'm just freaking done for the day. And this guy keeps walking up to me, hands me this Keurig and says, here, this is for you. It's brand new. You can have it. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) And then he just turns around and leaves. Mind you, this Keurig is not brand new. There is this dark brown smear across the top of it of what I'm hoping is chocolate frosting. And it reeks of hazelnut and there's water in it. I cannot fucking stand hazelnut. (laughs) The smell of it makes me nauseous. My brain has gone completely blank at this point, And I'm standing here holding this Keurig. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Hashtag thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> what did you do with the Keurig? Well, first thing I did with it was set it on the counter and snap a picture of it and make a post about the Keurig fairy on Facebook. Absolutely. <laughs> And then I put it behind the counter and said, this is going to the dumpster first thing in the morning because I don't walk back there after dark in the middle of the night. Other than the Keurig fairy, have you had any other like just wild, bizarre experiences with people that have come into the store? There was the guy who just wanted to show me his cock. Was it delightful? I didn't let him. He came in and he was wearing that stupid brown trench coat, the light tan trench coat down past his knees with the big dumb brown buttons on it that you expect to streaker to wear or a flasher on the damn TV. I don't know how I didn't catch what he was about to be trying to do. Holding it like you would expect him to hold it. Walking around the store. And then he walks up to the counter after I'm up there alone. He's standing there and I'm just working on paperwork and I'm like, okay, whatever. Can I help you? He's like, I really just want to show somebody my cock. So I stop what I'm doing and I set my pen down and I make direct eye contact with this fucker. (laughs) And I'm like, not fucking happening. And he's all like, not happening, not fucking happening. And then he just turns and walks away. (laughs) There was the time I was outside smoking. I was just sitting there smoking my cigarette and this dude pulls up in his car and he motions me over and I shake my head no because nah. Motions me over again. I'm like, fuck, whatever. So I walk over there because sometimes it's just what time do you close? That's a pretty common question too. I walk over there and he pats the seat next to him and he goes, do you? Pats his seat again. Do business? No, motherfucker. I do not do business. Fuck up out of here with your bullshit. (laughs) 
<laughs> do I do business? I wonder how much he was willing to pay. You should have been like $5,000. <laughs> I don't even know. What are your rewarding positive experiences? You get the customers in there that are so shy. My favorite ones are the trans or the cross-dressers that are just discovering who they are or just being brave enough to try it on for the first time. And they're so shy when they come in. And and then you walk over and they're scared to ask for help, but they need help because lingerie sizes are so fucking stupid. And you're helping them and you're like, oh my God, this would be so amazing on you. And you're not being judgmental. And then you see their eyes just light up. And then you go stick them in the women's dressing room where all the mirrors are so that they can see better. And they have the best experience when they thought they were going to get judged and it turns out way better and then they just keep coming back and you get to watch as their confidence just keeps growing and it's awesome. I love that. I do too. I have had so many experiences like that in the last six years and I fucking love it every time. That's the best part. Have you seen lingerie sizes become more inclusive in the last few years? I have actually. We have a really good plus size section in our store. We've got a lot of cute stuff in there and even in the, the almost six years that I've and where I am, our plus size section has grown and we're getting more and more cute things in, which is awesome. We get a lot of girls that come in and they're just, they're really happy to be shopping in there because we've got a lot more things than they can find in most places. Hypothetically, you're the manager at a store and one of your employees brings their child to the store because they don't have childcare that day. How would you deal with that? That's no. You call in for your shift and get somebody else to cover it. That employee would have to be mm, written up at the very least, possibly terminated depending on the employee's history because that could be a very severe fine for the store. It is illegal, I believe, for anybody under the age of 18 to be in the store. I wasn't 100% sure, but I thought so. Fairly certain it's illegal. Do you get a lot of people trying to come in that are under 18? Every once in a while, you'll get somebody who's like 16 or 17 trying to come in. On occasion, you'll actually get a 12-year-old trying to sneak in there because they want to snap pictures of the porn covers. More often than not, you'll get moms trying to bring kids in and then getting really mad when you turn them around and say, no, ma'am, take that one back out. Be good. Mommy needs a vibrator. Yup. And I mean, it's not just about protecting the sensitivity of that child. Having a child in the store makes other customers uncomfortable. I don't want to shop for sex toys with a toddler. No. That feels inappropriate. Exactly. It is inappropriate. I'm an inappropriate person and that feels inappropriate. Yes. Yes. I, I can get really inappropriate sometimes and that's lines I won't cross. That's just no. That's gross. I agree. Completely. Is there anything else you would like to add? Please pay attention to signs that say, please don't open the packages. We'll open it for you. What is your advice to someone, maybe a first timer, who wants a vibrator but is unsure of how to shop for one? Ask for help. Don't be shy. If you feel uncomfortable in the store that you're in, find a different store. Do you have a go-to toy for like first timers when they come in and they don't really know what they're looking for? No, I have a series of questions I ask them before I start looking for a toy for them. What are the questions? I usually start with, are you looking for something internal or external or something that does both? And then depending on their answer, we go from there. Sounds like you really know what you're doing. I try to. I try to keep my questions as uninvasive as possible, but given the industry, it's hard to. But I also want them to be comfortable and I want them to go home with the right toy. I think um, it's important for people to be able to talk about masturbation and, you know, the use of toys. So the fact that you're willing to have
have an open conversation with them about what it is that they're looking for and how to use it. I think that that's a really good place for people to start feeling more comfortable with their sexuality. So it's amazing that you do that. I think that it helps not just find the right toy, but also get them more comfortable with their body and, you know, what it is that they enjoy. Yeah. We just, in general, at the store, we want people to be comfortable when they're shopping. We want them to be comfortable coming to us if they have questions. You're doing the Lord's work, Dawn. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for talking with us today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yay. And with that, we're we're here here if you need to talk. talk. Did I scream?